Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, brethren. It's a great pleasure to welcome you to the very first Sunday in the new month of August. And like our daddy, the PRCP has declared, it's our prayer that this shall be a month of celebrations for you and your family in the name of Jesus Christ. We also bring you warm greetings from the Sunday School Department. And we want to appreciate you for always being part of our Sunday School teachings. And it's our prayer that the Lord will use these teachings to enrich your life spiritually and make you fruitful vessels in his kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. By the grace of God, today we'll be discussing Lesson 49 in our Sunday School Manual. Lesson 49, 6th of August 2023. The topic, Dynamics of Grace, Part 1. Dynamics of Grace, Part 1. You will join me as we take our opening prayer together. You cry to God and say, Almighty Father, please help me to remain in you and enjoy your grace throughout my life in the name of Jesus. Just take a few seconds to pray that prayer for yourself. Because there's nothing we can do without the grace of God. Please, Lord, help me. Help me to remain in you and to keep enjoying your grace throughout my life in Jesus' name. Amen. But before we go into today's lesson, I would like us to do a quick review of our study last week. Last week, we studied on self-cleansing. We described what self-cleansing meant. We did say it's a conscious and decisive effort to purge ourselves of all filthiness. And we look at some of the benefits, too, of self-cleansing. It makes believers honorable and useful vessels to God. And it prepares us to be blameless before God. So also look at how we can uh, cleanse ourselves. It says, by obeying the word of God completely. And also by staying away from all things which have attributes of evil. We must allow the word of God to wash us and correct us. Sometimes it may even be painful. We must rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord will help us and cleanse us from all filthiness in the name of Jesus. By the grace of God today, we are going to be discussing the dynamics of grace, part one. We'll be taking a memory verse from the book of Titus chapter 2, verse 11. Titus chapter 2, verse 11. And we'll take it together. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation had appeared to all men. Our Bible passage shall be taken from the book of Ephesians chapter 2. Verses 4 to 10. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 10. And I'll read. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us 
together with Christ, by grace ye are saved, and have raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse 10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the name of Jesus. Beloved, the word translated grace in Hebrews is chen, which means to bend or to stoop in kindness to another as a superior to an inferior. See that in Genesis chapter 6 verse 8. The Greek word for grace is charis, and it connotes something beyond the ordinary course of what can be expected and therefore commendable. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. When grace is used in reference to God, it is the, the benevolent action, the benevolent action of God stooping down to us in kindness to reach us in our needs and convey upon us a blessing. His grace has been termed unmerited favor. But beloved, it is more than an attitude of favor of mercy. And we'll be discussing this lesson in two outlines. Lesson outline one, where we discuss the understanding of grace, understanding grace. That is lesson outline one, understanding grace. And the second outline is how to receive grace. Understanding grace, lesson outline one. But I'll be looking at this, at grace, uh, from a few different perspectives. Number one is that grace is God's favor towards the unworthy or his benevolence on the undeserving. The key was here, unworthy, undeserving. Romans 8, verses 5 to 10. That is what grace is. It's God's favor towards the unworthy, his kindness, his benevolence on the undeserving. Grace also is God's favor that is translated into action that releases the enabling power of God into our lives. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 10. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 10. Grace is God's gift of salvation for mankind. We see that in Ephesians 2, verse 8. See, for by grace are ye saved. It's not your works at all. And Titus 2, verse 11, a memory verse, say the grace of God that brings salvation had appeared to all men. So it's God's gift of salvation for mankind. That is grace. We also can see grace as the enabling power of God for service. Enabling power of God for service. All of us have different grace. 
that is why therefore we are able to be effective in different areas of ministry. Ephesians 3 verses 7 to 8 and Ephesians 4 verse 7. Grace is a virtue which believers manifest. Those good qualities. I mean, you see a believer, you just know this is a believer because you can see differences. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 7. Grace also is a benediction, the blessings which believers enjoy in Christ. Ephesians 6 verse 24. When I suppose say, the grace of God be with you. It's the blessings of God be with you. Grace is the divine help which believers receive in the time of need. The divine help which believers receive in time of need. Philippians 4 verse 19. And Apostle Paul says, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. It's the divine help that believers receive in time of need. Grace also is the divine ability to do exploits for Christ, for God. Daniel 11, verse 32. And Philippians 4, verse 13. Say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That is grace, brethren. That is grace that allows us, enables us, gives us the ability to do exploits for Christ. Grace also is the appearance of kindness and the love of God our Savior towards mankind. We see that in our memory verse that we read earlier, Titus 2, verse 11. But I'd like to do, just provide a little difference, you know, in the Old Testament uh, between grace and law, law in the Old Testament, grace in the New Testament. The law in the Old Testament bless the good. The good is in the inverted commas. The law blessed the good. But grace saved the bad. The bad also is in inverted commas. So that's the major difference. Law blessed the good. Grace, you know, is for the bad. Save the bad. The law accuses and convicts the offenders in the Old Testament. So law, this is what what you are supposed to do. You know, so you, you failed. You know, it accuses and convicts the offenders in the Old Testament. But grace cancels bonds, relieves the debtor. In the New Testament, Romans chapter 6, verse 14. We also like to explain the quick difference between mercy and grace. So mercy withholds a punishment that we deserve. We have done something wrong, we should be punished. But that punishment is withheld, that is mercy. Whereas grace gives believers or anyone a blessing that we do not deserve. That is grace. The grace of God gives a blessing that we do not deserve. Mercy withholds punishment that we deserve. Grace gives us a blessing we do not deserve. So quickly, lesson I'd like to how to receive grace. First, we must accept God's love towards all men or mankind. John 3, 16 and Romans 5, verse 8. We must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. And we must have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, 1 Timothy 1, 13. 1 Timothy 1, 13. Beloved, we must exercise our faith, no matter how little, at all times, to be able to receive grace. Romans 1, 17. Romans 1, 17. And we must be humble before God. 
I will say that God resisted the proud, but given grace to the humble. James 4, verse 6. James 4, verse 6. By loving the Lord Jesus with all our hearts, we receive grace. Ephesians 6, 24. Ephesians 6, 24. And through sufferings and trials that God sometimes arranged for us, for our good. Romans 8, verse 28. And 1 Peter 5, verse 10. We receive grace through sufferings and trials that God sometimes arranged for us. Through the prophetic words of prayer contained in the Bible or spoken to us by our spiritual leaders and fellow believers in Christ, we also can receive grace. For instance, our daddy, the PRCP, has declared that this month is our month of celebration. Beloved, if you key into that, you will find that the grace will celebrate. You know, things will just be happening and you will be celebrating. So Psalm 107 verse 20, Acts chapter 20 verse 32. Acts 20 verse 32. We'll quickly take our two class activities. The first class activity is to discuss the relationship among law, grace, and mercy. We have already discussed that. And the second class activity is to discuss the benefits of grace upon the believers. We have already discussed the benefits. It enables believers to do, you know, exploits. It provides believers the ability for service, for effective service. You know, grace brings us blessings, blessings that we do not uh, deserve. Beloved, in summary, the Almighty God gives grace for those who fulfill certain conditions. We looked at the conditions, how we can receive grace. There are conditions, brethren. In conclusion, grace is the spring and the source of all benefits received from God. There's nothing, I mean, suppose they say, I am what I am by grace. You know, we can also read Romans 11 verses. Grace is the spring and source of all benefits received from God. And God's grace should therefore not be taken for granted. Romans 6 verses 1 and 2 and Galatians 2 verse 21. We must not take God's grace for granted. So let's take our closing prayer together. You'll join me and say, Father, do not let me lose your grace. Just beloved, pray that prayer. Father, do not let me lose your grace. Let me continue to enjoy your grace all my life, oh God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for your time. The Lord bless your day and bless your week and bless your month ahead. Enjoy celebrations throughout this month. God bless you.